When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pleasant good morning to everyone and welcome to this week's edition of the Carlos Brown Show right here on the Black College Sports Network. Yours truly, Carlos Brown here. Happy February the 10th here in the year of 2024. Guest menu looks like this on today's show. Co-hosting will be for the whole entire show. Coach Van Pedway, he joins me. Also, Southern University's women bowling's coach, Coach Barry Dahl, and a student athlete, Jalen Rogers, will join us in our number one. Our number two, Coach Terrence Graves, head men's football coach at Southern University. He will join us. And then last but not least, a special guest. And now I was going to just tease it, but um, football player. Just recently signed with Southern University, Stefan Wright, uh, transferred in from SMU, a Los Angeles, California native. So he'll be joining me at 1230, 10:30 Pacific Coast time, because he's on the West Coast. That's the guest menu for on today's show. Here's simply what's trending on the Coles Brown show. Southern University basketball. Both women and men's basketball teams continue through a tough conference race. We'll talk about last week's ball games, both on the women and men's side. Uh, SWAT baseball predicted order finish is out. We'll look into that. Some um, 
surprising predictions, at least just one that I'll talk about. Also, Southern University football 2024 football signing class is in. We'll get into that as well. Southern University women bowling team, back-to-back champions. We'll get into that as well. And then the SWAC softball predictions, we didn't talk about it last week. We'll get into that as well. So a full plate, a full menu. So let's get started. Bring in uh, co-host for the entire show. That is Coach Van Petaway, who also doubles as uh, the men's and women basketball analyst uh, for the show. Uh, he, he will join us in. Southern University basketball on the women's side. They went one and one last weekend. Tremendous uh, game with Alcorn State that they were able to win. Then the big game last Monday night against Jackson State. Wow. 15-point lead at halftime. Up by 17. Jackson State makes a tremendous run. A tremendous run. And they come back to defeat Southern University 63 to 58. You're talking about, and, and I kind of knew a run or a couple of runs uh, were in store for Jackson State women, but they were able to come back and, and get it done. Then on the men's side, two tough road games, just like the women's basketball team, they were able to defeat Alcorn State and also Monday night defeat Jackson State. Thus sets up uh, the Alabama schools for this Saturday and Monday, Alabama and m uh, this afternoon, and Monday night, Alabama State. Let's see if we can find Coach Petaway. Good, uh, good morning to everyone. Coach, Coach Petaway, there you go. Good morning. <laughs> hey, good morning, Carlos. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Uh, it, it's a pleasure to have you on for the whole show. Uh, man, basketball. Oh, where do we start? I I, I got to hear what Coach Petaway has to say, uh, not only about the Southern games, but co- conference games coming up. And uh, I, I did pencil in Monday night on the women's side, UAPB hosting Jackson State. Whoa, I got to get the popcorn ready. But, but Coach, uh, Southern University, going on the road on the women's side, we'll start there. Two tough places to win. They defeated Alcorn State, and then JSU game. Oh my goodness, they had them. They had them, right. coach. Right. It was a. I think it was, it was a great weekend for SWAC basketball as a whole. And then, like you said, on the women's side, uh, your Jaguars were able to go down to Alcorn. They go to the reservation. They come up with a, a very exciting win. Uh, Seventy-one. Uh, I'm sorry, that's the men's score. Yeah, they come up with a, a very exciting win. And I just think that when you when you start looking at uh matchups, mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting down the stretch. Uh I know your fans are are you know a little disappointed that they lost uh to Jackson State, but you gotta think about this now. Alcorn is like a rival too for you all. So they played mm-hmm. that game on Saturday and they win that game 61 to 58, and then they gotta turn around and play Jackson State. They come out with a lot of energy. 
And then, like you say, you got the big lead at halftime, and then you go up by 17 in the second half. But Jackson State has that championship DNA. You, you mm-hmm. can't overlook that. So they were able to, to walk them down, and we couldn't do our game because we were trying to keep up with, with what we were doing <laughs> and, uh, yeah. in that game. So uh, that's just part of the course. But I think those two teams, they're going to see each other again. Mm-hmm. I I really think that they're going to see. When you start looking at on the women's side, you got to look at Jackson State, Southern, uh, Gremlin, and Arkansas. Yeah. You got to look at them. Uh, you got to be ready. You got to be ready to play basketball when you go up against those those four to those teams that I just mentioned. And it's just going to be a dog fight to the end. And then we're, we're we're sitting on pins and needles trying to find out if somebody's going to come up with that formula to beat Jackson State, to just win one game, mm-hmm. let alone dethrone them. Everybody wants to dethrone them, but we got to take first steps first. Somebody's got to put an L in that collar against Jackson State. And right now, Jackson mm-hmm. State, man, they're playing great basketball. Yeah, I think we lost that coach Petaway. But you know what? I was going to ask him of the teams. Well, they'll play UAPB Monday night. But Southern University, and I guess because it's a rivalry and, and coach the history, um, the last time that they met, Southern University took down Jackson State. So from a um, – it's not an intimidation factor. Southern came out with a lot of energy, a lot. And I, I knew Jackson State would make a run. Championship teams, they they will. Could Southern University sustain it? But all I'm going to say this, and, and hopefully the blue and gold shades don't come out too much, but I, I think Southern University women, they're not intimidated by Jackson State. And because it's a rivalry, they're not scared. They're not scared. Maybe I should not. I should rephrase that. No team is scared. But from a competitive standpoint, Southern University welcomes the challenge with Jackson State. Maybe that's better. Right. They better don't fear them. That's right. what it is. They don't fear them. They don't fear them. And, and, and that's what you want as a coach. You want your team. You respect everybody, but you fear none. And and, and now I think that's what it, what's happening with the, with the Lady Jags. So uh, you, you're all in a pretty good place. But that matchup against Pine Bluff, we're going to see early uh, two of the top teams in this league going against each other, and we're looking forward to it. Man, I, that's going to be a great game uh, on Monday night. You know, I'm almost tempted to give a prediction on that game. I'll go ahead and do it. UAB, UAPB pulls the, the win out. They're at home. Miss Green, oh, boy. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. Got to go to the chat room. Stop lying, Carlos. It's intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I, I, I wanted to rephrase it. Yeah. Southern and Jackson, they relish the opportunity on the women's side to play each other. How, uh, how about that? But yeah. uh, UAPV, in, I'm not going to even say an upset, they, they're going to get the win. Let's see if I'm right. And, and Coach Pettaway, I can't blame Charles Edmond if that prediction doesn't uh, come to fruition. On the, on the men's side, 
Southern goes into Alcorn. Traditionally, yep. a tough place. They get it done. But now, one of the uh, plots of this basketball game was Teron Joseph. 15 points in the first half. You don't see him in the second half. I've gotten so many questions. What's going on? What is the deal? Then didn't play at all Monday night against Jackson State. One could say, my theory is this. Something happened to piss off the coaching staff and the head coach. Just my opinion. You know, just my opinion. But hats off to uh, Southern University. We talk about how tough it is to go on the road for any team. They got it done. And then Monday night, I saw great ball movement against Jackson State. Your leading scorer is out. This is a time that you probably could say, "Uh uh-oh, we could be in trouble. Right. But they got it done. Team, there's no iron team. It's we. And they got it done. And I'm just going to be so brutally honest with you. It could be penalty winks and marbles. If it's Southern Jackson State, I'm happy. I want the victory. I want the victory, Coach Petaway. But, um, hey, they, they got it done. And Coach Johnson and that staff and that team, um, they're getting it done. Now on a four-game winning streak, right? Southern and Grambling State tied for first. Grambling State owns the tiebreaker if the season would end. Well, yeah, but it's still early. There's a yeah. lot of basketball left to be played. But this is what I think the, uh, the Jaguar Nation ought to be happy about. You all have so mm-hmm. much depth. There are not many teams mm-hmm. where the leading scorer doesn't play in a game and they come out with a win. So, you know, to, to, to win on the road uh, without mm-hmm. Joseph, that, I, I think that says a lot. That says a whole lot. Uh, 72 to 63. Uh, Jackson State right now is in a free fall, but when it comes to to the Jaguars, you all just played a great game, man. I, I mm-hmm. take that game and was able after our game, I was able to go back and watch it. Uh, mm-hmm. Coach Johnson got those guys uh, in the right pl- in the right place right now. They're you know they and when it, what I'm talking about is mentally they're locked in. You know they're not allowing distractions or anything else to uh, uh, to come into play. And that's the sign of a championship team. And then, you know, one of the things, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's um, a group of people I kind of talk with. And, and one of the things they wanted to see um, at, at Grambling State, they had a big lead, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they were able to come back against Alcorn. Big lead on Jackson State. The simple term is this. We wanted to see if this team could finally finish after having a big lead. And Jackson State made a run, a couple of runs. In basketball, you know it's going to come. It's going to be a run, sometimes multiple runs. But they were able to to uh, get it done and finish quite simply. And as I stated now, on the four-game winning streak, um, you can't take any opponent lightly. Got Alabama and them today, Alabama State. The Jaguars need to, you know, Win the home games and try to get as many road wins as you can. But uh, they're sitting in a nice place, Coach Federway. But they, it's still more basketball to be played. Right. Well, see, you you got you got Alabama State who's sitting at third right now, coming in there uh, on Monday. 
the, the bull, my Bulldogs will be in there this afternoon, but uh, they'll be without their leading scorer, Dalen Smith. So they've got to protect their home court. They got to mm-hmm. protect their home court, and if they can do that, we at the turn. So that puts them in in a, a great spot. But now you got to look at this now. Texas Southern, another yeah, next weekend, another team, right? Look, yeah. another team that has championship DNA. Man, they're, they're, they're hanging right around there. They're, they're, they're tied in that third spot, too. So they're coming. So this is going to be an interesting race. I think it'll go down to the last week on the mm-hmm. men's side. It's going to go down to the last week of the season. So uh, you just got to be prepared every time you step on that court. You can't yes, take sir. everybody lightly. That, that's the big thing. That's what you have to be preaching to your teams. Now, you, you can't overlook anybody. You, you got to go one game at a time. You cannot look toward that next opponent. You might want to do that, but you better not because it could cost you. Yeah, and, and the coaches know better. And then, you know, you're dealing with 18, 21, 22-year-old student-athletes. They know they know better at times, too. But then, hey, they may be peeking ahead. Yep. You're, ab- you're absolutely right. And that's where the coaches and the coaching staff come in come into play. Anything you can use to kind of keep them laser Focus now. I could look ahead, and, and I just did this morning when you said, "Look at uh, you know Texas Southern preview. They got us. They got to win at home. Those are going to be tough games." And then I look back at the preseason predictions, and when we had Coach Johnson on, he said he wished they were were predicted even lower. Lower, right? But, but lo and behold, they're in the top top two right now. Oh, oh, oh well. In, in the league with, with Grandma State University. So with that being said, Coach Petaway, if your pick to, to be in the middle of the pack and you have a better showing at the end of the regular season, you're second and third. How do you preach that to your team do you say, well, no, that's why you don't really pay attention to the preseason uh, predictions. But then as a coach, you kind of know whether your team is much better than the predictions or do you want to just low, low ball it like Coach Johnson did? No, no, no. He, he's, he's absolutely right. It would have served you all better for them to even pitch you even lower. You use it as motivation, man. You put that out there. You, you, from day one, you let them know. Well, you know they don't. They don't respect us. We got to go out and we got to earn it. We got to get on the floor. We got to earn our respect, and that's what they're doing right now. They're playing to for themselves. They're playing uh, for your university. They're trying to get respect because you were not uh, the pronosticator said. Well, we're not. Gonna, you're not going to be that good this year, and you're proving them wrong. So uh, we as coaches, something we like that. You know, because you you you're not the when you are the hunted, it's hard to stay on top. But when people don't expect you to do anything, you can you can uh, sneak up on people. They don't take you as serious, and that and that helps us sometimes as coaches. Yeah, um, one of the persons in the chat room, and, and I agree with him. I, I said it earlier. The the ball movement. You know, sometimes when you lose uh, your top player. You'll find out will the team uh, bond together, and and that's one of the things I noticed. 
also that the ball movement was was much better sometimes and, and I'm not specifically talking about Southern but even on the high level of basketball sometimes coach you have a player that's been so spectacular and Joseph has been on a tremendous run sometimes you tend to you know watch him do his thing then when he's not there again the, the ball movement was much better the spacing and they were able to get it uh, uh get it get it done but here, here's the reason why a lot of times the spacing is different mm-hmm. because coming into the game your game plan was directed at helping to slow down joseph so there's more defenders in his area when he gets the ball all right when he's not on the floor then you don't you a lot of times you don't have the same principle so that that will give you uh open space now in basketball there are <clears throat> there are people that we call ball stoppers mm-hmm. when when the ball gets to them it's gonna stop because that dude <laughs> is gonna try to get get his numbers or get his do his thing right mm-hmm. well sometimes when when you have a ball stopper and they're not on the floor now i'm not saying that joseph is one now because i mm-hmm. love the way this kid plays i i uh you know i've seen him several times this year he, he's an excellent player but uh sometimes when when that star player is not on the floor other people on the team other guys on the team they elevate their game and so mm-hmm. instead of one person trying to make up for what joseph does everybody just elevates their game a little bit so it spreads the wealth around and and that's what you see sometimes but in the nba there, there are people that are called ball stop. You know that that used to be mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony's tag. But you know, yeah. once he got the basketball, other people didn't see it. Didn't see it. <laughs> right, right, because he was going to do his thing. Yeah, but you know, it, it's interesting about that. Sometimes I, I feel that you can shoot your way in the game, <laughs> yeah. but then, but then if if you're off, and sometimes the the ball won't go in the basket, then do you have other parts of your game that you can help the team, you know, rebound defense? That's why, and not to get off topic, one of the best two-way players of all time is considered the best player of all time. Right. Michael, jo- uh, Michael, right. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Defensive player, player of the year, all NBA defensive team. To me, he was a great, great two-way player, Coach. Right, right. That's, that's true. And then, on, like, for, for instance, with, with uh, your Jaguars, you know, one of the things that makes you all so successful, look at how many times Coach Johnson changes his defense. Look at what he's doing. He's throwing the timing off of the opponents. If, if, if you look, man, he's all he's constantly changing the defense, the full from full court to half court. He changes it, go from zone to man to man. He does the matchup. He does it all, man. And that's hard to prepare for. Because you don't know what to prepare for. And then I think what he's doing, when he figures out what's working, that's what he stays with. Because in that Jackson State game, man, he mm-hmm. had them turning every which way but loose, man. Because you know, he, he kept changing things up. Good good, good point. Because right at the beginning of the game, help me out, Coach Petaway, they, they were full court, but they were trapping. Right. And, and 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 then Jackson State already down some of the you know players with the energy. It, it, it's kind of like the animal's wounded. And I'm gonna take advantage of it. 
Right. And to, and to your point, yeah, and, and I thought it, it threw Jackson State off. And then when Jackson State did adjust and made their run, then Coach Johnson kept the team together. Right. Because, right. and, and, um, you know, one of the things, Coach, when a team has a big lead, I, I, I get nervous because, again, the other team is going to be competitive. They're not going to give up. And they're going to make a run. Can you stand against a run and then maintain? And then, Coach, it takes so much energy for a team to, when they're behind and they're able to come back. But Jack right. State women did that. Right, right. But see, the difference is the Jackson State women, they have that championship DNA. So they know what it takes to win. They know how to win. They've come from behind before. Well, they don't, I mean, it's not very often that they get behind, but they know how to handle that. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and when you look at their roster, break down their roster now, look at all, look at all the veteran players they have on that team. We've been yep. seeing some of those same young ladies now for four or five years. Yep. Mm-hmm. So she's got she's got a veteran ball club, and then she sprinkles in, you know, some of the new 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 people that she got on the roster. But that's a veteran team, and they're playing like it. Yeah. Kudos. Hats off to them. Uh, uh, Coach Reed and that staff, um, they've done a tremendous job. The record indicates that. But, you know, seeing it in person at times, boy, they're, they're really good. Coach, yeah. we got to take a timeout. When All we right. come back, we'll take a look at the SWAC baseball predicted order finish also. Okay. Got to look at uh, the, the softball. And by the way, the Jaguars won their first game against North Dakota, two to one. So off to a good start. Have to get an update on uh, the second game, but we'll do that. Of course, Southern football signings. We're going to have Safon uh, Wright as our special guest at the end of the second hour. Coach Graves joins us at the top of our uh, number two, and. Um, We'll talk about the 2024 football signees. And by the way, Coach, congratulations to all the student athletes who signed right. and will continue to sign yep. even up until May or June because, Coach, recruiting is the bloodline of any athletic uh, program and any athletic sport. So we'll take a time out. You're watching the Carlos Brown Show right here on the Black College Sports Network, we shall return. If you think all pads are exactly the same, think again. This is always Ultra Thins reinvented with the always triple protection system. This pad wicks gushes 90% faster, absorbs even more so you can feel dry, and locks odors in. Rethink your pad for up to 100% leak-free and odor-free comfort with the totally reinvented always Ultra Thins. This is always like never before. The Cuvée Group is a Florida-based marketing and training consulting firm. We help businesses communicate to their target audience and engage them in conversation. We also help to expand their audiences, which will ultimately result in growth for those organizations. In addition to being a certified constant contact specialist, My colleagues and I are also certified in John Maxwell Leadership Principles. We use these proven principles to conduct workshops, training, 
and private coaching sessions for individuals and companies looking to take things to the next level. Contact us to schedule a free consultation. Issues today, don't delay. Call Cuvay. As technology continues to bring changes to the world of education, it's time we also reimagine teacher professional development. Gone are the days of one-size-fits-all learning that can only be accessed at a specific time and place. The Stride PD Center is an on-demand library of mobile-friendly courses that allow educators to learn anytime and anywhere. Our dynamic courses provide bite-sized learning and help educators advance their knowledge while also gaining professional development hours. The best professional development plans are those that include a level of flexibility and choice for educators. Whether you're a teacher, school, or district, visit us today to take charge of your learning. We're back. It's time for the 2024 Urban NerdCon. Join us in Atlanta, Georgia, April 26th through the 28th at the Cortland Grand Hotel. Special guests include Underworld creator Kevin Grievous, Gary Gray from Barely Odd Parents, from Nickelodeon, Giovanni Samuels, the Science Machine Michael Green, the Sci Fi Sisters, and from Spaceballs and Star Trek Voyager, Tim Russ. Hi, I'm Tim Russ. Join me April 26th through the 28th at the Cortland Grand Hotel in Atlanta, Georgia, for the Urban Nerd Con. Our heroes, our villains, our stories. Everyone con. I'll see you there. Live long and prosper. Visit theurbannerdcon.net to get your buy one, get one free badges before the price increases. Remember, our heroes, our villains, our stories. Everyone's con. See you there. back to this week's edition of the Coles Brown Show right here on the Black College Sports Network. Make sure you share, hit the notification button, not only for the Coles Brown Show, but all the shows on the Black College uh, Sports Network. Share and like and all of that good stuff. Good morning, Johnny. Glad to have you in. Uh, Coach Petaway, it, it, it's yes. interesting. Uh during the break, I, I don't know how I got a, a mysterious uh, text message. Uh, UAPB must be a support of UAPB women. Said, uh, Carlos, we took care of the Jaguars. We'll show Southern and Jackson State who's going to get it done on the women's basketball side. I'll be looking for that. I'll well, be looking good. for that at all. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's good. That's good that they got confidence. 
They well, supposed yeah. to have confidence. They should. And I couldn't say anything because they did come to Southern and spank them uh, at the MG Clark Activity Center. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hopefully they'll see every you know those two teams again. Hopefully, so softball preseason predictions in the East: Alabama State. You know a lot about them, Coach. Oh, by the yeah. way, uh, number two in the East: Bethune Cookman University, FAMU third. Coming in in the fourth spot, predicted order finish, Jackson State, fifth, Alabama AM, and Mississippi Valley, sixth. On the west side, yeah, mysterious text message. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have so many friends. I think I may have given out some information and they got a hold of the uh, email address. Of course, <laughs> you know, you can see it on the, on the show as well. Uh, in the west, Prairie View. Uh, Pick to win the West, Grandma State, second, third, TSU, fourth, Alcorn State, fifth, Southern University, and sixth, UAPB. Also, I just looked in the chat room, and uh, according uh, uh, to VW, Southern lost to Montana five to four, but it was a controversial call. No, that doesn't happen. (laughs) Referees are human, I understand. But, uh, boy, you hate that a controversial call can decide or help decide a game. Right, right. On uh, the baseball side, came out uh, this past week in the East, Alabama State. No surprise there. No surprise there. No, but uh, I'm going to (laughs) spread, put a little virus out there just to get people to think about it. Not seeing who's coming back, who's returning. But I'll talk about it in a second. But Bill Cookman, number two, FAMU, number three, defending SWAC baseball champions. Hmm. Number four, JSU, five, Alabama AM, and six, Mississippi Valley State in the West. Grambling State University, number one, Prairie View AM, number two, three, Southern University, four, Texas Southern, fifth, UAPB, and six, Alcorn State. Now, for those in the chat room, Coach Petaway, my colleagues, without looking at the roster, without look, without looking at who's returning, I would have thought FAMU would have been placed higher. And, you know, Alabama State, traditionally, Coach Petaway, they're in it every year. Right, right. I just thought FAMU would be – and I guess you know you look you look at Alabama State, but Bill Cookman, great programs. Their record has indicated that. But I guess uh, I'll rephrase it. I was a little surprised. FAMU um, got picked third, but it, if I'm not mistaken, they were picked third last year. So what does that mean? Well, I think this year, I think what the coaches was looking at, they lost a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they they lost. See, the coaches in the league, they know who who the seniors were. They know who was coming back. So they feel that FAMU lost enough that it would not be a all-Florida championship like it was last year. And, and then they went with Bama State because Bama State has been the most consistent baseball yeah. program over the last four or five years. So I, I, think that, that. I think that had a lot to do with it. You know, I, I keep up with the baseball. I, I like baseball and, and uh, you know, to see that, that it was one nothing but a Florida classic last year for the SWAT championship. Uh, 
But, fam, you lost a lot. And I think that's part of the reason why the coaches didn't feel like uh, they would be back on top this year. Well, I tried. I tried to start. <laughs> and um, I, I was denied. Uh, but I'm glad I prefaced it by saying I hadn't looked at the, the roster and I don't know who we're turning back. You explained it well, Coach Petaway. The fan part of me just wondered. But it will be determined on the diamond, right? And, and for both, yeah, for both right. uh, for both softball and baseball, you know, they 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 and for for my in my case for Alabama and them, you know, they they pick our teams in softball and baseball about the same, you know, next mm-hmm. to last in the East. So we, you know, we we we've got a lot to play for. Yeah, motivation, and yep. uh, it's. You know, it's a it's a long season. Then you have the tournament action at the end of the regular season. So a, a, a lot to play for. With that being said, we'll take another quick timeout. I want to transition and get ready for um, Coach Barry Dahl and Jalen Rogers. They accomplished something that's um, kind of tough to do. But, it, I mean, you know, I know it's been done in other sports, both on the – amateur side and the professional side to go back to back also i'll rely on my limited time working in the bowling industry uh with coach Dahl. i first met him as a youngster and um, he was bowling locally at an establishment that i worked at in baton rouge louisiana uh the bowling industry uh got a chance to work uh in 1993 the w uh, IBC Women International Bowling Congress tournament. That was great. And just kind of the things, of, you know, behind the scene that some people don't know about, but it's a great activity. Millions bowl, even locally now, at least in Louisiana, uh, they have team competition. So it is a sport that's uh, very popular, in my humble opinion. And, you know, the question, Coach Petaway, are you athletic enough? Are they athletes? Yes, they are. Oh, they are. Yeah. You throw a 15-pound or 16-pound ball, it's not easy as you think. And uh, right. put it this way, Coach Petaway, I won't uh, let everyone know uh, about my bowling average years ago. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't good. But anyway... <laughs> It is a team sport, and they are student athletes, and it is athleticism. And I got a story when we come back to tell you about bowling when they okay. first put it in the swag. Okay. Well, we'll we'll gather all of that in with Coach Barry Dahl and Jalen Rogers, a uh, young student athlete who he told me was uh, the glue on this team. But we'll tell you more about that. Let's take a break. You're watching the Carlos Brown Show right here on the Black College Sports Network. Since 2002, Empowerment Resources, Inc., a nonprofit organization, has empowered more than 1,500 youth and adults in Duval and surrounding counties. Through its programs, Journey into Womanhood, Girls Mentoring, Life Skills for Teens, and Parenting Education Coaching. To get involved with programs, volunteer, or donate, visit www.empowermentresourcesinc.org. Follow us on social media, facebook.com forward slash empowerment.resources and instagram.com forward slash empowermentjax. 
The human voice has always connected audiences with experiences. Major brands all across America have trusted Kevers Voice time and time again. Conversational, powerhouse, intelligent, and sincere. That's the voice you need for your creative marketing process. K-E-A-V-E-R-S-V-O-I-C-E dot com. Kevers Voice, Kevers Voice, Kevers Voice dot com. Always on, all the time. Nope. Nope. Come on, him? Ooh, I like him. Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up messes quicker, and each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less. He's an eight. He's a nine. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slow Burn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website, www.slowburnwaco.com. That's www.slowburnwaco.com. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Coles Brown Show right here on the Black College Sports Network. I'm joined by Coach Van Petaway and um, special guests coming up, Coach uh, Barry Dahl and Jalen Rogers. Here's a young lady who's not only a a student athlete, but a great student athlete uh, in the classroom, also on the bowling lanes. And they were able to accomplish something, back-to-back championships in the Southwestern Athletic Conference in 23 and 24. Uh, We'll bring up uh, Coach Doyle, and then uh, I'm sure we'll have uh, Jalen Rogers in a second as well. Coach Doyle, good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, On the way home from the trip last week, I got under the weather. Um, You wanted the weather? Yeah, so I'm feeling a little bit. I think you froze up a little bit. Uh, no, no, we'll, 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 we'll yeah. no, he said you, you wanted the weather, but are you feeling better now? I'm feeling better, yeah. Well, better. Oh, no, okay. When, there when, we when go. You win, when you win a championship, you got to feel good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm sorry, a little bit under the weather, but hey, talk about this this, this bowling team, uh, their accomplishment. That's kind of hard to, to do back to back, but uh, you guys got it done. Well, we, um, you know, I brought back uh, three players from last year, three of my strongest players, uh, and I recruited uh, two freshmen and and had a transfer come in. And uh, I felt that this team, I said it all year, this team was probably stronger than last year's team. And, uh, you know, we, we had a, a strong chance to uh, repeat. You know, we just had to put the work in and, uh, believe in themselves and, and, you know, follow the process and it happened. How was the thought, the thoughts after you were able to uh, accomplish it? Um, 
immediately after the match? Was it a moment of, wow, hey, we did it? Or as you just alluded to, you kind of knew you had to make us to do it, but finally to get it done. It, it was both, you know. Um, uh, we 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 won eleven games in a row to to accomplish it, <laughs> and we we uh, went into each day knowing what we needed to do. Like the first day, we went four and one, and after we went four and one, I told the girls we need to go undefeated the next day, and uh, they did. And the next day, uh, we were we had a one game lead on um, the next team, and uh, I told them the magic number was four but it could be three and the team behind us they they lost and the magic number was three on uh sunday and we won the first three games outright and we, we wrapped up the title well coach Joe, how is the setup as far as match play in, in, in this competition well and during uh so we do roundups a regular season we just bowl right. uh traditional games five on five uh one game matches that's how we establish our um our record so the first the first uh, roundup was in San Antonio, and that's when we had the bad weather about three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and um, and so we we uh, one of the schools couldn't make it due to weather, so it wasn't their fault. So we only bowled seven games. We were supposed to bowl fourteen. We bowled seven games that weekend. We were four and three. We were one game out of first, uh, but they had four teams in front of us, and so our mindset when we went to uh, Diaboville, Mississippi uh, last weekend was. Uh, you know, we we don't need to lose more than two games uh, to have a chance. I figured, you know, it would if, if we had about five losses, we would have a chance. And uh, on that first day, we uh, we 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 won our first match. We lost our second match. I looked at the girls. I said, "Well, it's go time," and uh, they turned it on. Now you you told me um, about Jalen Rogers, and we're going to bring her uh, bring her in the glue of the team. Um, academically strong, bowling strong. What has she meant to to this bowling program? Uh, man, Jalen, uh, it brings me. You know, Jalen, I, I I knew her family. Um, her yeah. grandmother and I bowled, and her grandfather. We all bowled together years ago, and so I knew her pedigree. And um, uh, when when the opportunity came for her to, um, you know come to Southern University and uh, and bowl for me. That was my first recruit. And, uh, mm. you know, it was like a family thing. But um, I, I, like I said, I knew her pedigree. I knew what she was made of. Uh, her high school GPA, you know, spoke for itself. I knew I had been a good one. And I told her I was, you know, I was going to build a program around her. And uh, she has been just the, the pillar of the program from day one. She took the uh, anchor position maybe her third match as a freshman and we never look back. She is to me, she's one of the best anchors in the country. Not in she's, she is the best in the conference. She's one of the best in the country. Coach Petaway, he said anchor. Now I kind of think I know what it means, but um, if not, can we explain that? And uh, let's see, we'll bring in Jalen Rogers. And there she is. Uh, good morning, Jalen. Welcome to the Carlos Brown Show. Congratulations. Turn your mic on. Yeah, we gotta hear. We we've got to hear her voice. <laughs> yeah, you good, Jalen? Uh oh. No, can't hear. Look around the screen. Oh. Don't panic. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
but she's uh when when you say she's the anchor, she's a person that probably uh, solidifies the team. She gets everybody together. Uh, she makes the other she lets the other young ladies know that hey, it's go time. Well, she she's the team captain, but uh, right. so on a bowling team, you bowl. We bowl um, as a team one, two, three, four, five spots. She's she's the fifth bowler. You know, you want your strongest bowler at the bottom. Right. And uh, so when it comes down to the end of the game, you know, we do. You need a closer. She's basically a closer, like a pitch, a club pitcher. You know, need her to close the game out. And uh, she uh, she's been that since as a freshman. And um, I mean, she has won a lot of games for for this this bowling team in the last three years. Coach, that, that, that's that's awesome. Uh, I had an opportunity to be at Alabama A&M when Bowling first came in the SWAC. Carlos, this is what I want to remind you of. When when Bowling first came in the SWAC, I was at the point where I thought I was going to be step, you know, getting away from basketball. Do you know mm -hmm. I wanted to be our first Bowling coach at A&M? Really? I, I, yeah, I informed my <laughs> athletic director. So now I didn't get that. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't pursue it. Um, and then what I did, I became a supporter of the bowling team. I was voted the number for their first five or six years in the SWAC. I was voted their number one supporter. I did everything. Mm. And I'll even tell you this. I brought my basketball team to Baton Rouge for a game. You know where I was on Saturday morning? I was at some kind of roundup. I think it was it's a bowling alley, I think, right on Airline Highway somewhere. I th it used to be anyway. Yeah, uh, well, it's two of them. What's a Metro Bowl or a right. that, that, That's what I'm telling you. That's where I was. I I put, took the team to the hotel. I went to watch the bowling because our bowling team was there, and and I think it was like a it wasn't it was like a tournament or something because there were other teams mm -hmm. there besides Southern. So I went and visit our women's team as they bowled against uh, Southern, and so I, I've always been a part of bowling. And then uh, I was instrumental in helping us get our little bowling lane on campus uh, because we we did everything at the Penn Palace here in Huntsville until we got got lanes on our campus. But uh, I love bowling, man. I, I the, the the ladies are athletes because mm -hmm. everybody can't bowl. I, I I can I can point out plenty of people. They cannot throw a roll. They cannot roll a a, a bowling ball. There'll be plenty of gutter balls. They're great athletes. And I think yeah. it was Jeff. Jeff McCorby was out, was one of he and his yep. wife were our first bowling right. coaches at AM. Oh, so right. coach, you know Jeff? Yep. Yes, he uh, he owns several <clears throat> uh, yep. uh, pro shops around the country. I, don't, I know. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, well, Jeff I, was I, I'm Jeff's guy. I, I was his, he and his ladies voted me the number one, their number one fan. Because I, I did it, Carlos, I did everything for those ladies. I like them, man. Awesome. Yep. I, I, I always I support bowling. Coach Moore, uh, he, he's a great guy. I love him. He's the coach yep. there now. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the coach now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, 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 and we have Jalen Rogers back. Uh, I, I, I met Coach Dahl working at, at a local bowling establishment. And, and boy, he, whew, boy, he, he was a bad man back then bowling. So I know. Uh, let's see, Jalen Rogers. Let's see if we can hear you now. Hello, everyone. Thank oh, you there you me. go. Yep. Yes, yes. Good morning. Welcome to the Coles Brown Show. Last time I had Coach Dahl on, I asked him to bring uh, 
one of the student athletes. And, and let me just say, uh, you, you ladies have done a tremendous job, and he's been talking about back-to-back championships, and you've been the glue, the anchor. Is that the correct term to use for this program? First of all, how does it feel to uh, to, to have that major accomplishment with you and your teammates? It's, it's very indescribable because I know that um, this team is very strong. I knew we had a shot for sure. Um but with the with our little mishaps at the last uh, swag roundup, I think we lost four matches. It was kind of like, mm, it was three. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, it was three. I was like, mm. and then a lot of the teams in front of us were tied. So I was like, we got a shot, but we we really had to do a lot of digging because the teams in front of us were it was some serious. You know, they wasn't just no teams that you gonna they gonna back down to. You know what I'm saying? So, but it is to go back to back regular season. That's something, and yeah. I'm, I'm proud of us for real. Yeah, uh, did you, did you, young ladies, when you kind of went through a little adversity, um, did you, did you, ladies, just talk about what you need to, to, to get over the hump and, and the, you know, against the, uh, adversity, and, and, and did you, did you, ladies, talk about uh, achieving those goals after that adversity? Yes, we definitely talk about a lot of our adversities. We set goals as teams. We we did a lot of the planning. It was just the execution part. Um, but as far as being in the moment type of adversity, when it comes to that, we really just kind of block out everything else and just try to figure out what can we do right now to like help the team finish this game or win or who needs to make a move right now or like what, what the case may be like, it really does. It's a team effort. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, this question for both of you, uh, coach Dola, I'm always interested because again, I worked in the bowling industry, the lane conditions, you know, only dry was the lanes wooden synthetic. I know we asked you about that the last time. Um, but is there a difference? When you're bowling uh, um, against synthetic wood lanes, all the conditions dry. Either one could answer. Well, we only bowl on synthetic lanes now. The wood lanes are pretty much over with. I'm glad that happened. Oh, boy, that's tough. (laughs) Resurfing those lanes all the time. But go ahead. Continue. Yeah, but I'll let Jalen answer. She she's the one throwing the balls. I'm I'm just just the manager. (laughs) Yeah, Jalen, what do you like? Tell us about it. Yeah, what it's do you a, like the best? I definitely like synthetic lanes the best. They have the best consistency. Um, as far as the oil conditions, um, oil conditions vary from tournament to tournament. Um, mm-hmm. as far as like the units of oil that's put down the lane, which is like how fast it might break down, or the feet, like how far does the oil go down the lane? So, like one of our tournaments, I think it was like thirty-four feet. The last one we went to was thirty-four feet. Whereas the first one was, I think, 44. So right. it's, it's big difference. Like, the last time we went to was very short. Like, you could play around the, the ditch, and that ball was going to come back. So versus the first round that we went to, it wasn't like that. You had to play more inside, maybe slow your speed down a little bit. So it de- it definitely varies. You have to um, play your condition. So Wow. Hey, Coach Pedro and Coach Dahl, Jalen, is coaching in your 
future. <laughs> I mean, you just bring and, and 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 will you be able to consult like a bowler like me? I'm older now, but just just horrible. Could you help out? I can help wherever is needed. Yeah, but I know seriously. a lot of basics of bowling and how this stuff works. But yeah, oh yeah, I I could tell by by your answer, you're absolutely right. So, what does the future look like? Uh, for you, will you try professionally, or will, will you one day decide to coach? Uh, as far as coaching, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Maybe one day I would like to have my own team, but that's not in the the first part of my mind. I want to go to right, PT right. school. Okay. However, like I do believe that if you have a talent and you do have the ability to like help other people with it, then of course you may be able to take it farther. So maybe coaching wouldn't be bad, but it's not in the first part of my, I want to go to PT school. Yeah. I appreciate uh, that, that answer. Um, where we go now, coach Dole and, and Jalen after uh back-to-back regular season champions. Well, um, you know, winning the regular season title uh, gives us the number one seed. So it's kind of like NCAA basketball, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we're the number one seed at the SWAC tournament next March, uh, March 22nd through the 24th uh, in Arlington, Texas. Uh, and, uh, you know, the winner of the SWAC tournament goes to the NCAA tournament yeah, and has a yeah. chance at the NCAA national championship. And, um, you know, we we were, the, we, we were the first seed last year. Uh, we We didn't. We didn't accomplish what we wanted to. So that's the mission. I, I asked the girls, I think that night when we got back home, um, you know, you know what, what the thought was. And the first thing come out of Jalen's mouth was, uh, we got to get ready for the, for, the, for the swag tournament. It was like, I was like, well, we could enjoy this for 24 hours. They were like, no, nah, we ready. We ready to get. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. You know. And, you know, that's interesting because I know we've had a lot of debates, Jalen and Coach, about uh, regular season versus the tournament um, in other sports, mm-hmm. particular basketball. Regular season, you pay the price all season and you get it done. And then in the tournament, is it added pressure knowing that you're the regular season champion or is it less pressure? It should well, in basketball, it's, it, there is pressure. but I, And it's, it's got to be the same way in bowling. It uh, is. Because the, uh, I, I can remember, I think um, Jeff, them, they made it to the championship game mm-hmm. uh, before, you know, so it, it's got to be pressure. And, and I, I know Jalen, isn't there pressure to go from from winning now and then um, one that, getting that number one seed and moving on and winning the tournament? It, it definitely does. Like, it's a lot of pressure because everybody looking at you, number one seed. So everybody's. Of course, everybody's mm-hmm. gunning for the first place spot. Yeah, what happens? We was in the first place spot, and they was not letting the up. So, um, well, as a, you know, and as a freshman, mm-hmm. Jalen, uh, as a freshman, we made it to the championship as the third, as a three seed. Wow, and we, we we lost that year. So, you know, we've had a taste of it. So we've won the regular season title now, back to back. So. It's time to get back to that ESPN championship and win it all. Well, I I understand that. Well, let me phrase it another way. Should the regular season champion automatically make it to the tournament? I know I'm probably opening up a can of worms with that one. It's like basketball. You know, you you get a bye, 
So you get a, a small advantage, but uh, you know, you, you still got to win two matches to get to the finals. And um, um, for the next six six weeks, however long it is, we we about to grind like we like we in last place. We about to grind. I, I understand. Very, uh, good answer to the question. Um, Jalen, so you have one year left of eligibility, correct? Correct. Where does this team look to add pieces uh, uh, for, for next year? Because you got an outstanding program. I'm looking at some of the comments in the chat room. Congratulations. Um, uh, setting the standard for the uh, athletic department. And, and to be honest with you, we probably should talk more about uh, the, the bowling team, the women's track team. I mean, we can do a better job of, uh, you know, conversating and, and, and covering the women's sports within the athletic department. Um, do you agree with that, Jalen? What? That there should be more coverage for the women's sports? Yeah. Do, do yes, you feel? I, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go I, ahead. I do. I definitely agree. Um, while I am a student athlete and I'm a student as well, I'm also on the student athlete advisory committee at the school. So we listen to our athletes' thoughts and what do they feel like they need. And that's definitely one of the biggest needs, especially on our campus, because a lot of like the major teams like basketball, football, baseball, like they get a lot of the coverage, whether it's with pictures or whether it's like more support. But as far as like track and field, sometimes soccer, tennis, mm-hmm. um, now we have golf and the bowling team. It's like, it's like you get the support, but it's at the same time, it's not the same. It's, it feels like almost like, um, not like you're looked over, but it's not as much attention on us, you know? And we, we do the same thing as everybody else. So, um, yeah. I definitely feel like with the women's sports, we should definitely have more, um, attention and more recognition, I guess you could say. Well, you know what, Coach Pettaway, and, and, and I agree. And uh, for this show, we can do a much better yeah. be- better job with the women's sports uh, covering them. And, and so right. absolutely right. And that's kind of why I asked Jalen uh, about that. Because I, I do want to shout out some of the rest of the players on the team. I got We yes. only have six players, but, I mean, Jalen didn't win it by herself. Uh, right. Nala Wilson yeah. One of her teammates, uh, a junior. In fact, we don't have any seniors. This whole team is coming wow. back next year. Wow. That's good. <laughs> so That's Nala, awesome. Nala Wilson had a phenomenal uh, week last week. Uh, she went from 30th to 5th overall. Um, we got the freshman of the year, Jemiah Bolden from Chicago. She finished 8th overall, second team all swag. She won freshman of the year, um, just, uh-huh. just like Jalen did two years ago. Uh, we have Kelsey Quinney. Uh, who's a junior also. She was first team all SWAC tournament last year. She finished, I think, 15th or 16th, um, you know, this past week. We had four, four, four young ladies in the top 16 out of, I don't know, 80 bowlers. Um, we have, you know, we have freshman um, uh, um, Ashley uh, Adams from Atlanta, Georgia. She, she uh, you know, in the first, the first round, up, she put up a couple of 200s that helped. And then we have a transfer, a junior, Naomi Smith, she also put up some 200s um, this past week, a couple of 200s this past week, and it helped out too. So as a team, you know, they they, they they did it, man. And, you know, we're probably one of the only teams that had four people in the top 15 or 16, and, and that's what it takes to win. So, Wow. Right. Now, well. now, Coach Doyle, you mentioned Chicago. 
we uh, at Alabama and then we had a, a few young ladies out of Chicago over the years on our team. Is it because uh, do they have high school bowling teams up there? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, we, yeah. we have high school bowling here. It, it, it's it's growing. It's not in every state yet, but it's it's growing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. fellows, I, I can remember us having uh, uh, bowlers from from Illinois, from Chicago, on our rosters. Yeah, that's you know that that's interesting because again some of the things that uh, the bowlers have to go through if you're not from this area you have to make an adjustment one you know coming into college geographically a different area and then you learn to grow as a as a person coming in, in, in into college so with that being said uh, Jalen and uh, Coach Dahl any closing comments you would like to make and once again c- congratulations yep congratulations. from my part and we we promise to do a better job of uh covering uh, the, the the women's sports but any closing comments how would you go first Jalen? all i have to say is just be on the lookout we are we're definitely growing still like this program is very much alive now um and yeah shout out to my girls because i did not do it alone whatsoever so it was a definitely a team effort, and yeah, go Jags. What, what about coach? Oh, yeah. One thing about coach, he does not mind getting us equipment. We a lot of mm-hmm. us got new equipment before we came to this tournament, and it be balls that's unreleased. It it, it be stuff that like. Everybody be like, oh, my God, what ball is that? Like, yeah. you know, so it really helps. It helps a lot with the coaching aspect, with the equipment aspect, everything, traveling. It, it's a lot. So, Oh, yeah. Our, our, season, our season goes from October 1st through the end of March. We, we probably have the longest season out of everyone. Probably in the you know, yeah. I mean, we only do yeah. nine, ten turners, but still, you know, it, it's grueling. You know, we don't practice during December. Everybody goes home, but it, it's a grueling schedule. Uh, we're 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 a road team, you know. We're we're always on the road, and uh, you know these 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 girls they they put in the work just like everyone else. Oh, yes. And, uh, oh, yeah. So so the question is, I think it's answered. Do you have to be athletic to participate in the sport yes. of bowling? Yes. You doggone right, you do. Yeah. We bowl five games a day, three day matches: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Five to six hours, pretty much on your feet. You get to sit down every every blue moon for a couple of minutes, but they're bowling five hours, yeah. fifteen yeah. hours of bowling in three days. Driving on Thursday, drive bowl on Sunday for five hours, and get in a, a van and ride home. Yeah, Jalen, it looked like you wanted to say something. Go, go ahead. You have the opportunity about being athletic. I mean, I think there's definitely something people don't know about bowling unless, like, you just come to a match. But you definitely have to be athletic, especially with your, I, I hearing your bicep, tricep, mm-hmm. and in your legs, because it's a yeah. leg sport. It is a leg sport for real, especially when you are standing up on your feet. Coach, coach, near the down with these five, six hours. It be more than that. We be <laughs> up. <laughs> and but I mean, it comes with the game though. Like you get used to it over time, but we do not sit down at all. Like, and, they, and they throw on 15 pound balls. I mean, you know, right. countless yeah. times a day. 15 pounds, you know, five games. I mean, somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, 80 to 100 balls a day. Something yeah. like that, you know? 
Trust me. I worked in the bowling industry. Yeah, I know you know. <laughs> and look, I, I had a shift four in the morning to, to noon. I'm a little, little secret. I I used to bowl on, on the clock when I went to supposed to <laughs> just to practice and still threw gutter balls, Jalen. I don't think it's no help for me. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, appreciate uh you, Jalen Rogers and Coach Dog. Congratulations once again. We'll talk again soon. We'll get an update, and uh, we'll like to have you back as soon as possible. Thank you. Thank right. you. You all have a great time. Thank Once again, congratulations. Thank yeah, you. Congratulations. That was Coach Barry Dahl, women's bowling coach, and Jalen Rogers, student athlete. We are overdue, but it was worth it. Yeah, it was worth it. We'll take another time out when we come back. Coach Graves joins us. Talk about his 2024 signing class. I'll just say this quickly. I always look at needs versus wants. You get needs first, they hit it. They hit it. We'll be back. You're watching the Carlos Brown Show right here on the Black College Sports Network. If you think all pads are exactly the same, think again. This is always Ultra Thins reinvented with the always triple protection system. This pad wicks gushes 90% faster. Absorbs even more so you can feel dry and locks odors in. Rethink your pad for up to 100% leak free and odor free comfort with the totally reinvented Always Ultra Thins. This is always like never before. The Cuvée Group is a Florida based marketing and training consulting firm. We help businesses communicate to their target audience and engage them in conversation. We also help to expand their audiences, which will ultimately result in growth for those organizations. In addition to being a certified constant contact specialist, my colleagues and I are also certified in John Maxwell Leadership Principles. We use these proven principles to conduct workshops, training, and private coaching sessions for individuals and companies looking to take things to the next level. Contact us to schedule a free consultation. Issues today, don't delay. Call Cuvay. As technology continues to bring changes to the world of education, it's time we also reimagine teacher professional development. Gone are the days of one-size-fits-all learning that can only be accessed at a specific time and place. The Stride PD Center is an on-demand library of mobile-friendly courses that allow educators to learn anytime and anywhere. Our dynamic courses provide bite-sized learning and help educators advance their knowledge while also gaining professional development hours. The best professional development plans are those that include a level of flexibility and choice for educators. Whether you're a teacher, school, or district, visit us today to take charge of your learning.
Welcome back to this week's edition of the Coles Brown Show right here on the Black College Sports Network. There he is, yeah. Coach Terrence Gray. And, and by the way, Coach Petaway, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> a big New York Knicks fan. Yes, and hey, they've added depth. Where's my Miami Heat? Sinking fan. <laughs> hey, good morning. I mean, good afternoon, Coach Gray. <laughs> good afternoon, Carlos. Good afternoon, Coach Petaway. How you guys hey, doing? Hey, we're doing fine, Coach. Doing great. I feel uh, long. I feel kind of uh, naked out. Y'all got to rock. Oh, yeah. And, and turn it sideways a little bit. Because <laughs> Coach Graves, yeah, go ahead. Put yeah. it on, Coach Graves. <laughs> there you go, Coach. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Coach, it's a pleasure to have you back on. Wow. 2024, a sunny class. I would just say that. And I, I get this from Coach Richardson, needs versus wants. You always get your needs first. How well did you guys accomplish that? I have my opinion on it, but I want to hear it straight from you. Well, first of all, I want to say uh, kudos to my coaching staff. Those guys did a tremendous job of understanding the game plan. Um, we had some. Uh, needs that we wanted to address. You know, we only, we, our intent was to only sign about 15 uh, mm-hmm. players total because our classes, um, we have a relatively uh, young football team in the, and we have some larger uh, young guys in, in the uh, sophomore and freshman classes. So uh, in our junior class, which was our sophomore class, is probably our biggest class. So what we did was we pinpointed what we needed. Um mm-hmm for this signing period going forward. And uh, those guys did a tremendous job. Uh, We signed um, six offensive linemen. Uh, We signed a couple. We signed about three defensive linemen. Uh, We wound up signing uh, um, a linebacker, um, uh, four defensive backs, because we knew that's where we were going to have a a large influx of uh, exhausted eligibility. So we we pinpointed that area, and uh, so those guys re- did a really good job of addressing the needs. Um, and uh, you know, we we added uh, we added right after signing date. Well, it was late on signing date, but we added a tight end from St. Aug, and then mm-hmm. we got our, um, we got our defensive lineman from Stefan from um, who was a transfer from SMU. So we mm-hmm. wanted to get in him uh, on yesterday. So. Uh, so again, the coaches, the coaches did a, a a very good job, you know. And I, like I say, and I'm always gonna uh, give credit to my staff because you know they, without them, you know, I can't be who I'm supposed to be. So they did a really good job of understanding the assignment and executing the game plan. You're absolutely right, and um, I, I think we have a graph of the the young tight end from Saint Augustine, and uh, also. Uh, uh, Stephon Wright, then, um, coach, I I looked at a little bit of the film, and the first thing to me stands out good hands, good yeah. speed, and athleticism. Um, and, and you know, a couple of people already text me, wow, because Mark Frederick, a new offensive coordinator, was on uh last week, and he loves to said utilizing the tight end. So, with that being said, hey, a, a nice pickup. And also, he had other uh, Power Five offers, but hey, 
we're glad to have him on board at Southern University. Yeah, Hubert is a, a great addition. Um, we we actually saw Hubert uh, going his junior year, and uh, mm-hmm. you know he he was committed to uh, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And, um, actually, Coach Frederick was the the catalyst behind getting Hubert um, because when he got here, he asked me. He said, uh, "Coach, you remember um, the tight end from Saint Aug?" And I said, "Yes," because Coach Miller recruits the New Orleans area, of course. And okay, we talked about him, and we was like, "Yeah." And uh, he said, "Well, he decommitted," and I and he said, uh, "You want me to find out what's going on?" I said, "By all means." And um, and if I said if it's somebody that you guys want, then we going after him. And and Coach Fred and and uh, Coach Miller they they jumped on it and and he got in the boat uh, uh, Tuesday, um, the day before signing date. And then we had to just we had to get the paperwork together um, on National Signing Day. And shout out to uh, the academic. Um, athletic academic uh, staff and the compliance, uh, uh, Miss Plummer, uh, Miss Dillon, Miss Finity, uh, um, they do a, a and Miss Bradford, they do a phenomenal job. They've done a phenomenal job since uh, I've taken over uh, helping mm-hmm. us, assisting us. Uh, Miss Plummer, I mean she she worked till late. Uh, Tuesday night, making sure that those guys had their NLIs and scholarships for National Signing Day. And, uh, you know, they clutch. I call them my dream team. So uh, Hmm. they did a great job. They did a great job of of making sure the guys had what they needed to have for their official visits. They did a great job of doing the uh, academic assessments of our transfer guys. Uh, Like I say, it's a total team effort. And I told you the acronym that I use is TEAM. Together, everyone achieves more. And I don't just say that or that's some catchy cliche deal. Everybody has a vital and important part for our success. So uh, that's what we do. We're going to utilize everybody. Everybody's important. So uh, I want to make sure that I acknowledge them as well. Uh, Great, great job by Coach A.D. Banks for allowing us to go out and recruit. Um, You know, he allowed us to have an official visit even when I was the interim head coach. Mm. That happened, Coach Petterway. You know that. That's uh, right. Seldom, That's right. As an interim head coach, get to have an official visit, and we yeah. had that in December, and that was clutch because on that visit we were able to uh, get about four of those guys That's that good. we uh, we had bought in. We bought in about six, and we uh, I think it was six we bought in, and we wound up with four of those six. So kudos to everybody that was involved in that process. It's not just me; it's it's, it's everybody. Right. And Coach Graves, you, you're absolutely correct because we, we as head coaches, we only are as successful as the people around us. We we will not have success unless we have those other people on the team helping us. And and, it, and it's good for you to acknowledge that. And uh, that, that goes a long way. Yep. In order to be successful, other people have to buy in to what we're trying to do. And when they do that, we all prosper. Yes. And our, our alumni... Uh, our alumni did a great job of, uh, of support and showing support and, and being accommodating uh, during those times as well, especially our, our home alumni chapter and, uh, you know, the quarterback club, blue and gold club, mm-hmm. um, you know, everybody, um, everybody, the Jaguar nation has done a f- fantastic job uh, during this recruiting process. So I don't want to 
uh, just sit here and say that, you know, it was just us or what have you. We got great support from uh, numerous people, especially the Jaguar Nation, in terms of making our official visits uh, successful. Uh, the support just coming around, speaking and talking, showing the hospitality. One of the biggest things that was huge uh, with signing of Christian Garcia. Uh, he's a Hispanic young man that uh, is from mm-hmm. California. He loved uh, the new experience, the new culture. He, uh, he, he loved the hospitality, the Southern hospitality. He said it felt like home. Everybody was genuine. And uh, that's what it takes. It takes, yeah. it takes everybody doing their part for us to be successful. So again, I just want to commend and, and, and thank everybody for what they've done. And uh, look, you know, it was, it was a, uh, I'm excited. We're excited. I'm pleased with our recruiting class. Um, you know, we're still, we're probably going to add another piece or two uh, later on, some, somewhere around the um, summertime, you know, uh, mm-hmm. early summer, uh, late summer, just depends on who's out there. So, again, like I always say, you know, recruiting is fluid now, uh, yeah. especially in college football. So, uh, you know, we won't we won't go overboard and go haywire, but we, we're going to always add those pieces that we feel like are uh, essential and, and uh, a necessity to what we need to do. It's always now, uh, Coach, post-signing day. You still continue to recruit. Uh, Coach, I'm, I'm, I'm monitoring the chat room. Listen to what you say. I'll just take, if I can, with your permission, a question. Um, Joseph Davis said, Coach Graves, do you have a replacement for uh, Robins? And will you uh, back up kicker and long snapper? There we go. Coach Graves, so I won't have to look over that way. Uh, do you yeah, have a well, Yeah, I have a uh, – I'm talking – well, I've already spoken with him. I have a young man um, – that will probably join us in the summertime. He's a uh, he's a dual he's a dual guy. So uh, and uh, so you don't you don't you don't replace a guy like Robin's bow plan. So uh, you know the golden foot. You know we always used to say he kicks the ball, he punts the balls to the heavens. But uh, you know Josh Griffin is our golden our golden leg, the, the field goal kicker and kickoff guy. He's our extra man when it comes to kickoff coverage who probably has more touchbacks than anybody. He had the longest uh, field goal in the conference and probably one of the longest in FCS football with a 54 quarter against the win against Texas Southern to send the game to overtime. So, uh, you know, that's – yeah, I have somebody – you don't replace Robins, but I have somebody who's Mm going to come in and uh, do a great job for us. We're visiting with Coach Terrence Graves, head football coach at Southern University. Um, boy, you're a popular guy, Coach Graves. It's pouring in. I yeah. actually can disregard my points that I wanted to uh, <laughs> uh, uh, talk about, but uh, once versus need. Uh, off-season conditioning. I saw the uh, the video. Um, something about your voice, Coach Graves. We know who you are. Uh, you call it family in the weight room. Family time. Also, yes, sir. Family time. And then also follow that one up with um, ask Coach Graves about spring practice. And yep, when that's is what this... I was going to do. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, well Coach No, no, no. no. Go, no, go, no, go no. ahead and ask it. You, no, no. Right Coach, ahead, Coach I, I know everything leads up to spring practice. Are, are you still, are you on schedule? And, and how is that going to look? 
Yes, Coach, we are. Uh, we're going to start spring practice March the 18th. Okay. So uh, we're going to start March the 18th because what I, I, I despised as a player, I despised it as an assistant coach. So uh, I don't believe in that split spring. You know, start spring ball, then the guys go on spring break. Right. And you got to come back. It's like starting all over again. And then you're frustrated as a coach because everything you did, you threw away. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get in that iron hole and we're gonna run all the way up into spring break. And then when they come back from wherever they're going, uh we're gonna go out there and we're gonna we're gonna start spring ball on that uh Monday on the 18th. 18th. Yeah. That's, and, good. Uh, That's good. Yeah, and Carlos too, you know, I guess your question was it's it's family time, and what family time is in the iron hole is after the workout, at the end of the workout. There's something that we do, whether it's uh, push-ups, six inches, or whatever, you know, my mind uh, conjures up for them to do. Uh, and basically, we basically are, are focusing on our mental toughness. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, because what happens is, and we call it family time because we're doing it together. And, you know, I'm a music lover. And, you know, I'm also, you know, I told you I'm a, I'm a sometimes I'm a diabolical mad scientist for some reason. <laughs> Uh, uh, the, the OJ's family reunion just happened to come in my mind. And uh, and so I put the song on and those guys is like, Coach, what is this? I say, just just sit back and relax and let yeah. the smooth move, the smooth yeah. rhythm of the OJ's take it to another place because yeah. I was about to put it on with them six inches. Yeah. So, so uh, but now, you know what's funny about that? Those guys have family reunion in their playlist now so wow. when it comes family time That's i don't cool. even have to put my plug my phone in they already say mm -hmm. coach and one day i i didn't play it purposely mm -hmm. and those guys are like coach you gotta put family reunion on coach you gotta yeah. put and so they already have it plugged in and then um one of the other players tyler kirkwood the other day we were having a uh, thursday is throwback thursday so they can't listen mm -hmm. to any of their music, they got to listen to all throwback. That's all right. Hip hop, whether it's army, whatever. Which so is good Tyler music. Kirkwood, yeah. <laughs> Tyler Kirkwood had in his playlist Sam Cook. Change is gonna come, and those Ooh. guys went nuts in the weight room. So it's been fun. It's been good. Uh, those guys are working hard uh, in the weight room. Um, they're working hard out there on the on the field and conditioning. You know, we uh we keep score every day. So uh, you have to win the day. You got to dominate the day. So we uh we finished three and one this week. I told them that's not that's not good enough. The goal is to go four and zero because we work out four days a week. Uh, we had to go uh we had to go we went three and one, uh two mm -hmm. weeks in a row. So the goal is to go four and zero and be four and zero every week. So, but those guys are really responding. They're accepting uh what we're throwing at them, and uh, they bought in. And the coaches are really doing a great job of. Of, of building relationships with guys on the other side of the ball, um, and and as well as our their respective side of the ball, it's just a total team effort. So everybody's mm -hmm. doing a great job, and it, it's been it's been good thus far. That's good. That's awesome, coach. And that's what it's going to take for for a team to to be together, uh, to make it through tough tough times. You know, doing the, doing the games yes. and 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 being able to push each other through through the workouts. That's that's going to help the team on down the road. Yeah, and I agree, and it seems like also the emphasis, and again, I, I, I'm going to be honest, I saw one of the videos, and um, 
off-season conditioning, running, running, running. And 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 I saw you, Coach, with 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 the uh, <laughs> the megaphone. <laughs> so so it, it seems like uh, old school. If, if I say it that way, old school is important. Uh, football doesn't change fundamentals, conditioning all year, all of those things. Is that it, old school? One of your um... – Well, you know, uh, balance is the key, and and, and, and and the Bible speaks about balance. You got to have balance. Yeah. And so uh, it's not about me so much being old school versus new school. I just think it's balance. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to – we got to impart our wisdom amongst these yeah. young men – Yes. Because we've already experienced what they're going through now. Coach Chris Scott is the mastermind behind that uh that uh, uh, uh megaphone, you know. Hey, capital high, high graduate, two years. Yeah, behind yeah. Me. He he, he came up he came up with the <laughs> megaphone because you know I'm already loud. But those guys like Coach, we don't want you to strain your voice, so they give me the <laughs> megaphone. But now the players say that's the worst thing in the world because. <laughs> I talk the entire practice in the megaphone and I'm making up, I'm saying little things to them and making up all kind of rhymes and all. And they's like, will somebody stop that man? He is all <laughs> crazy. But uh, in terms of running Carlos, you know, I played and mm-hmm. came up on the coach Pete Richardson and uh, coach Richardson thing was you got to run to win. Right. So uh, now one thing we did at Winston-Salem state, we ran and we had heels. And so, uh, we had heels like at uh, A and M, so right. you had to you had to you actually had to run. You, when you came out the locker room, you had to go down the hill. Then you had to cross the street. Then you had to go down the hill to the practice field, and then we had another practice field that was hidden where we would go if we thought people were spying on us before the big game. So you had to go down that hill. The only <laughs> way you could use the steps is if you were injured. If you were injured or if you were a coach, you could use the steps. But if you were a player. You had to go up and down the hill. And Coach Richardson believed in running. He used to always say run to win. So when a lot of the former players from Southern, from Mississippi Valley, from Norfolk, from, from Grambling, those guys, when they saw the video, those guys would comment and I was laughing. They was like, here we go with this again. Yeah. Here yeah. we go, run to win. Boy, I don't yeah. miss those days. So that's just that's just part of it, Carlos. It's just – uh taking those things that helped us be successful, me be successful as a player and a coach and imparting amongst these guys. And, and they, they understand it and they love it. And they, they, and I tell you, they eating it. Uh, you know, I, we teaching those guys to compete, you know, we mm-hmm. won't, we, we, we challenging those guys to not let the same guy be first all the time. Mm. And you can see those guys, even though they may not be faster than the guy that may be first, but you can see, the determination and the grit of those guys giving their all trying to beat the guy who's first. And, and, and so if they happen to beat them or if they happen to get close to them, then that's success and progress. And as coaches, that's what you want. You yeah. want to see guys give their all. I tell them all the time, I want your best effort. I want mm-hmm. you to be the greatest that you can be. I don't want you to try to be nobody else. Be the greatest that you can be because if everybody is their greater self, then we'll be great together. Yeah. Yeah. And that leads me right into um, spring practice and, and, and competing. You know, some uh, question, uh, ask questions, n- no quarterback. But last time we talked to you, you said you were satisfied. And I agree 
with what you have coming back. What what are some of the goals uh, uh, for for spring practice? You know to to accomplish. Well, I want us to uh, number one. I want us to basically grasp the system and execute it at a high level. Uh, okay. We want to come out at the end of the spring with as, with all the players understanding and knowing how to execute what we're going to do offense, defense, special teams wise, and do it at a high level. Um, in terms of, uh, uh, I want us to grow together as a team. You know, I want us to really grow together and feel good about where we are at the end of the spring. Uh, even though we're going to compete against each other on offense and defense, but we're still, we're going to put the blue and gold on, on Saturdays in the fall. We're one team. We're going to compete to make each other better, but we're one team. And so uh, those are things that we're looking for. Who can, who can master what we're going to do and uh, how well they can do it uh, within the confines of the rules of the game and, and, and develop the leadership, which I think is coming uh, at, a, at a steady and a steady rate. The leaders are starting to, to step up and, 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 and really step out because, you know, uh, bad teams have no leadership, good teams, the coaches lead and elite teams are led by the players. So we, we're, we're, we're good, but we, we, we need to get to elite and we're trending that way. I will say we are trending that way. Uh, in terms of the quarterbacks, uh, uh, you know, Noah Biden is is, is very capable. Yeah, one of the best quarterbacks in FCS football, not just in the swag. He's one of the best talents in college football. And then we have two great uh, young quarterbacks as Cesavian uh, uh, T. Set from Scotlandville and Jalen Woods from uh, Georgia. Um, you know, we got three quarterbacks. Um, you know. I, you know, Noah played well in the Bayou Classic. Uh, but again, those three will compete and battle for the mm-hmm. starting spot. You know, there nobody has a starting spot. Nowhere. Nobody mm-hmm. has a starting spot. Yeah. Uh, you got to put somebody out there first. So you got to put the guys out there who, you know, who played the most and went. But they understand that nobody has a starting job. So freshman uh, shows that he can go out there and execute what we're doing at a high level. Our freshman will play. We play freshman. Uh, at other positions. So nobody has ever, you know, like we tell them all the time, ain't no free lunches around here. Right. So, uh, so get off the free lunch program, put your hard hat on and go to work. So that's what we, that's what we, uh, that's what we believe in. And that's what we're going to do. Right. Yeah. It's called competition. It's yeah. Called competition. You got to have, yeah. no question. You got to compete. Got to compete. I would agree with that. Since the last time we talked to you, the schedulers uh, come out. I know I'm going to ask, I almost kind of know what the answer is going to be, but um, uh, a very competitive uh, schedule, both non-conference, of course, and, and conference. Any thoughts on the schedule? Or it's like, I'm not going to worry about the schedule. We're just going to worry about us. <laughs> I mean, Carlos, I love it. I love okay. the schedule. I mean, and the schedule was made uh, before I became the head coach. And, and even if it was made, if I had a hand in it or a say in it, I'm not bothered by it one one bit. I love it. I love the fact that we'll have we'll be able to play some teams within the region, which makes it great because our the Jaguar Nation they'll go anywhere, but it also helps them to be right here in the region. Uh, of course, we're gonna do the Texas two step. Uh, we got to go to Texas twice. Um, probably would rather have you know one here and one there, but you know that's that's the schedule. Got to play the mm-hmm. schedule that you're playing. Uh, not concerned, not concerned one bit about the schedule, not concerned about who, you know, people, 
asked me about, you know, having all corn for homecoming. Uh, that's who the yeah. opponent is. I mean, yeah. that's who it is. And, 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 you know, they asked me about Magnese. I said, I think that's great. Uh, mm-hmm. playing Southland conference schools, you know, we want to, we want to go out and we want to compete against, uh, teams in the region and, and, and win those games because it, it gives our, our program and our conference as a whole respectability, mm-hmm. um, as a whole, as the conference, you know, when you do those, when you're playing outside your conference, you represent your program and you represent the conference. So we certainly want to do our part to 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 be on the plus side of that. And uh, the thing is, you know, I said it before, you know, we're going to respect everybody, but we're not going to fear anybody. Mm-hmm. We're not going to fear anybody. They put their pads on the same way we put ours on. You got to lace them sneakers up, them cleats up the same way. You know, you know, as much as people ask me about the schedule, you know, those people got Southern University on schedule too now. So, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, they got us on schedule too. So, you know, it ain't like, it, you know, it ain't, it ain't no one side of, you know, and we ain't over here, woe is me and, and all that. We, you know, we prepare, you know, our goal and our mission is the same. Our goal and our right. mission is to win. So, um, you, you know, people can take it how they want to take it. But ever since I've been five years old playing organized sports, my goal and mindset has always been to win. I'm not doing it with I hope to win, uh, I wish to win. You know, uh, we're gonna work to win. Now, yeah. whether that happens or not, you know that that remains to be seen. But the goal and the mission and the mindset is to win. And if that's not your goal, your mission, and your mindset, then you're in the wrong profession. Okay, there it is. Well said, yeah, Coach. We appreciate the time. One last. Uh, question to comment for you Super Bowl tomorrow <laughs> I, know, I know you're a Vikings fan I'm a Saints yeah. fan I can't remember who Coach Petaway's NFL team is coach um, you know I, I've been with the Steelers you know we, we're not doing anything the Steelers? We're, not, we're not doing anything but you know my pick for tomorrow and I told you Kansas City Ooh-wee. Oh, hey, you know, you know I'm, I'm going for San Francisco you know Man, I'm, I'm, I'm torn because uh, I like uh, I like you know I'm, I I like everything about Cam- I'm an Andy Reid fan, man. Yeah, and, and uh, Spagnolia, you know, Spags was in the uh, CIAA back in the day at North Carolina Central, so you okay. know I'm a CIAA man. But then I'm torn because Steve Wilkes, who's a friend of mine, is oh, the yeah, defensive coordinator of the Forty Nine. Yeah, yeah. So oh. kind of like. I'm conflicted, but I'm I'm yep. I'm kind of I'm kind of leaning towards Steve Wilkes because I kind of <laughs> want I, I kind of want the Swifters to lose because I'm sick of Taylor Swift and them Swift. Oh. But you know, uh, you know, but I, man, I'm just I'm you know, I'm I'm a win either way. I, you there know, I you like go. both. I like Mahomes. You yeah. know, whoever wins, I'm just looking for a great game. I hope it's a great game. I hope it comes down to who has the ball last. You know, I don't want to blow out. You know. Yeah. Them, now, if it was the Vikings plan, I won't blow them out. But yeah. it'll look like we ain't getting there no time soon. So, you know, I'm just, yeah. a, I'm just a cheerleader. <laughs> so, you know, I hope we get Justin Fields. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, – uh, man, I can't call it. I just got – Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah, stay in the middle, Coach. I got to stay in the middle. got people yeah. on both sides. Yeah, there yeah. it is. I got to stay in the middle. <laughs> I got to stay in the middle. <laughs> and usually – and usually I'm either black or white, but there sometimes you just got to you just got to stay in the middle. You know, yeah. it, it, it's I'm a, on it's that a, three lane highway. I ain't in the left lane. I ain't in the right lane. I'm in the middle. 
Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a lot of times it is a, a the gray area in, in yeah. the middle. So I understand that. Uh, appreciate it, Coach Grace. We could go on, Coach Grace. I got to yeah. get you the co-host one, one, <laughs> uh, one time, like for the whole hey. show. Hey, I, I could yeah. just sit back and just listen. Yeah, hey, I appreciate y'all, and yeah. I, I I enjoy that. You know, Carlos, we go back. Uh, Coach Petaway, you know, I told you, I yeah. got a lot of respect for you, what you did, yeah. and how you did. I love the way you coach. Yeah. I love the way that you you uh give that coach's perspective on yeah. on on the, on this platform because mm-hmm. a lot of times people don't really understand, and it's not that um you know it's always good to have insight, information, and wisdom. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. so I, I've always and I always I'm always going to give respect and homage to those who come before me and have done it at a high level. So, uh, you know, thank you all for this opportunity. And uh, I appreciate it. And like I said, uh, you know, hats off to the assistant coaches, hats off to the players for doing such a great job, support staff, uh, everybody involved. I'm just excited. I'm blessed. I thank God for allowing me this opportunity to uh do what he's called me to do. And, and I don't take it for granted. Don't take it lightly. So um, with that being said, go Jags. Go Jags. Wait a minute, Pat. Yeah, Coach Graves is a Knicks fan. That's <laughs> right, I'm a Knicks fan. Y'all, y'all need to get the hey, step in my Hey, let me tell you something. We got 11, we got 11 <laughs> first-round draft picks. Now, I'm like Stephen A. Smith. He, he a Winston-Salem State man, and rarely yeah. do we ever agree with anything. But I agree with him on this. I said, we need to give four of them picks away to get LeBron and Bron and let them play together in the garden. And go on, win us a title. Yeah, Coach. Coach, we got 11, Coach. Coach, we got 11, Coach. We got 11 first-round picks. We can give up four, let LeBron play with Bronny, with that loaded team we got in the garden, baby, and win us a championship. I'm, yeah. We overdo like a library book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had won a championship since I was six years old. Well, yeah. Carlos, yeah. I know that's driving you crazy, Carlos. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, if, hey, Carlos, if that happens, you can cancel that heat in Miami, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go next. <laughs> okay, that's the end of the interview now. Like, <laughs> that's a good one. It was crazy. We appreciate it. We'll yes, come again Go Knicks. Good luck, Coach, man. Good thank luck, you. Thank man. you. I appreciate right. it, man. I'm pulling for you at every game except November the 2nd. <laughs> well, uh, after that, well, we got to take a time out. I got okay. uh, to <laughs> calm myself down. Uh, we appreciate Coach Gray. We're going to take a time out. Uh, let's see if our other special guest is, is ready. I'll okay. tell you more about that. After this timeout, you're watching the Carlos Brown Show right here on the Black College Sports Network. Itchy, squirmy, scratchy, family not getting clean? Get Charmin Ultra Strong. Go get them. It just cleans better. With a diamond weave texture, your family can use less while still getting clean. Goodbye, itchy squirm. Hello, clean bottom. (laughs) We all go. Why not enjoy the go with Charmin? At Hampton Law, our primary goal is to provide non-traditional yet effective solutions and redefine the approach to client legal concerns. 
As your trusted legal advisor, we believe in sophisticated, personalized services that eliminate the confusion and complexity sometimes associated with legal matters. Our high standard for client care and concern, coupled with our extensive legal knowledge and skills, make Hampton Law a resource focused on the protection of the client's interest and overall goals. We value our clients and truly enjoy working with them. Visit THamptonLaw.com to conveniently schedule an appointment online. Tamika Hampton, Esquire. 1631 Rock Springs Road, Suite 336, Apopka, Florida, 407-494-1471, thamptonlaw.com. Nope. Nope. You want him? Ooh, I like him. The Quicker Picker Upper. Bounty picks up messes quicker, and each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less. He's an eight. He's a nine. Bounty, the Quicker Picker Upper. From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slowburn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge, featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website, www.slowburnwaco.com. That's www.slowburnwaco.com. When it comes to professional learning, teachers deserve better. From the leader in online learning, Stride brings you the Stride Professional Development Center, an on-demand library of mobile-friendly courses that gives teachers choice and flexibility, allowing them to learn anytime and anywhere. Our dynamic courses provide bite-sized learning and help educators advance their knowledge while also gaining professional development hours. It's time you take charge of your learning. Visit us today to get started. Welcome back to this final segment of the Carlos Brown Show, Saturday's edition, February the 10th. Coach Petaway, uh, this upcoming Wednesday, uh, uh, for all you guys out there, Valentine's Day, uh, make sure you remember that day. And, um, oh, you know, Coach, Coach Petaway, I'm a smarty pants. I don't have to do anything special on that day because I, do it all I try to do it all year. You learn that. There you go. If mama's not happy, nobody's happy. And guess what? Sometimes we get in the doghouse house. We really do. I'm perfectly imperfect, but I try my best. With that being said, a couple of notes. Uh, Stephen Wright, we're going, uh, Stephon Wright, uh, 
defensive transfer, defensive tackle from SMU who signed with Southern University. Uh, we're going to move him uh, to next week's show. Also, okay. uh, Coach Burrell, receivers coach uh, for Southern University, will join us. And then also, um, you had a couple of players from Catholic High locally in Baton Rouge uh, to sign. Um, we're going to have the head football coach of Catholic High confirmed for next week to talk about those two young men. Of course, Coach Graves talked about needs, signing offensive linemen and defensive back. And in the chat room, EA, I love you to death, a FAMU guy. He wanted me to ask Coach Graves about coming to Bragg Stadium. I've been there. It's a tough place to play and tough to get a job done there. But the Jaguars, I'll promise you this, they will show up, of course, and they will compete hard. Right. Now, Carlos, they'll be they'll be here in Huntsville November the 2nd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, they come to Huntsville. You're going to be yeah. ready for them, Coach uh, Petaway. The Bulldogs going to be ready for a FAMU. Well, yes. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go and 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 try to meet uh meet with Coach Graves that Friday to see him. Uh, he comes this far, I at least try to meet him, shake his hand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And fam, you give him hell, give him hell when you guys play fam, you. Uh, but uh, hey, it's been a successful uh, sports year for fam, you. Oh yes, oh yes. Football and baseball, so we give our kudos to, to those. Uh, program. Um, Carlos, you know that uh, on uh, on when women's basketball right now, with uh, a minute fifty five left in the second, Arkansas Pine Bluff is up thirty seven to twenty four over Alcorn. So um, uh, so that means not- Charles is, you know, he's ranting and raving about now. And didn't that Nate Kilber going back home because didn't Nate coach at all Pine? Uh, yeah, he was at Pine Bluff before too. So. So right now it's uh, 37 to 24 uh, with about a minute and 50 to go. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. Breaking text message. EA, I love you to death, Mr. Smarty Pants. I understand it. (laughs) That orange and green, that FAMU. Coach Graves say, I look forward to going to Bragg Stadium. I've won, and he put that in capital letters, I won there as a defensive coordinator. Go Jags. That's right. And then, you know what, Coach? Those rascals turned the, the uh, irrigation system on, <laughs> on, on the Southern players that coached one year as well. You got to love HBCU football. Yeah. You got to love it. Um, quickly, Coach, we got nine minutes left. Oh, you got to love Coach Graves. Yeah. Uh, quick basketball report last week, uh, February 3rd, Jackson State over Grambling State 71. This is on the women's side. 71 to 63, Alabama State over Bethune Cookman, 56 to 53. It was Southern over Alcorn, 61 to 58, and Alabama AM over FAMU, 71 to 69. Then um, the previous or the next playing date, which would be the fifth, UAPB over Mississippi Valley State, 76 to 60, Prairie View over TSU, 78 to 65, um, UAPB. Uh, 77 to 48. Now, actually, that's uh, February the 5th. JSU over uh, Southern 63 to 58. Alabama AM 76 to 72 over Bethune Cookman. Uh, Gramlin over Alcorn State 72 to 55. And f- 
FAMU over Alabama State, uh, 49 to 40. Uh, Coach, it, it, it apparently seems to be the case. JSU, uh, UAPB, Grambling, and then Southern. That would be my top four. Right. That, that the- is right. On the women's side, I think that's how it's shaking out. And, and, and I'm just really looking forward to this match. I'm going to do everything in my power to see if I can watch this game between uh, uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff and, and Jackson State. on. I think it's on Monday. Uh, mm-hmm. I would just love to see that 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 matchup, man. I think it's going to be great. And, and, and also, uh, of note, uh, Coach Gilbert, um, boy, tough time. You, you kind of feel for Alcorn State uh, women's basketball team. They have had some close losses. Some people have asked me, is it time to, uh, you know, move in another direction? I can't say that. I would have to talk to Charles, but Charles did. Uh, say there is a plenty of frustration, um, you know, with the women's uh, basketball program. So I guess that's a tough situation to be in, Coach. Right, but see, they got so many injuries, man. That's just like mm-hmm. when they came to a and they, they didn't have a full squad. Uh, to me, uh, unless you can put a, a full squad on the on the floor, that's the only way you can be truly evaluated, man. You know, when you, when you don't have uh, some of the people that you were counting on and it's because of injuries, has nothing to do with coaching. Coaching, if 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 your players are not available, and it's because yeah. of the injury. Yeah. Well, and, you, you know, coach, you have to be patient, but right in today's, in today's society, we can forget that. There's nobody, no one's patient. Well, that's why I, I like having you on the show because you can give that, you know, that that coaching perspective, Willa Brown, the AD perspective from administration standpoint. Because I, I I'll just be honest, I. I you know, I, I'm a fan as well, alum of Southern University. So it's kind of easy to miss or don't see the, you know, behind the scenes, the underlying issues. And that's why I like to bring them all out so right. we can uh, we, we can have a discussion. Coach, um, on, on the men's side last week, what uh, games um, you kind of can highlight for us? Well, well, la- last week, uh, Gremlin beat Jackson uh, 70-62. This was uh, last Saturday. And then mm-hmm. Bethune-Cookman beat Alabama State 79-68. Uh, your Jaguars won a close one at Alcorn 71-70. Uh, Alabama A&M beat Florida A&M 73-61. And Texas Southern beat Prairie View 80-69. Arkansas Pine Bluff beat uh, Mississippi Valley 83-77. And then on Monday, Alabama A&M beat Bethune-Cookman 72-68, but it was a bittersweet. It was a they won the game, but they lost their best, their, their leading scorer in that game, and I think he's going to probably be out for the year. Gramlin beat Alcorn 78-67. Uh, Alabama State beat Florida A&M 62-53. Prairie View beat Arkansas Pine Bluff 75-74. And, of course, your Jaguars beat uh, Jackson State, 72-63. to 63. And then mm-hmm. on the men's side, Southern, Grambling, Alabama State. They're, they're right there, man. They're, they're all mm-hmm. bunched up there together. And then you got Texas Southern breathing down everybody's neck. So on the men's side, those are your top four teams. And it's it's going to be a, a, a interesting week coming up. And then in today's uh, matchups, on the men's side, 
Texas Southern is going down to Tallahassee, and we're going to see how that's going to work out. And so that puts PV at Bethune-Cookman. And then the Bulldogs are down at in Baton Rouge at Southern. Jackson State are going to Mississippi Valley. And in that game, now, George Ivory, they haven't won a game, but I guarantee you Jackson State is not just – that's not going to be a cakewalk now. Yeah. Georgia had them ready to play down there. Yeah. And then Alabama yeah. State is at Grambling. And, of course, all corns at, at Arkansas Pine Bluff. Game of the year, some are saying on the women's side. I guess you agree. UAP, UAPB and Jackson State. Yep. Coach, coach who, who wins Monday night? I told you who I think is going to win. <laughs> I just think I, – I, I don't know. I, I, I'm still going to think that Jackson State is going to go in there with a mindset that, you know, we, we need this game more than you and we're going to win it. Hmm. So you got Jackson State. I, yeah. My only advice to J uh, Coach Reed, I don't think you want to get down by 17 at the half. Oh, no, no, no. You're going to come back and get fine bluff now. Not there. Right. Jackson State on a nine-game winning streak, nine and zero in the standard. Pine Bluff second, Grambling State third, six and three. Alabama and Imperial Southern out five and four. On the men's side, we kind of talked about it. Southern Grambling State seven and two in conference. Alabama State, Texas Southern, Pine Bluff, and Bethune Cookman are closing up. We uh, we have about two minutes left, yeah. Coach Petaway and. Um, it's been an interesting show. Um, we've had uh, Coach Dahl, uh, Southern Women's Bowling Coach, and Jalen Rogers uh, also joining us. Also, of course, you, Coach uh, Petaway, Coach Graves. Um, we're going to have some other guests coming on uh, next week. But um, this basketball season, it oh, yeah. is going to be tremendous. And then maybe next week we will have time maybe to get your top five in the NBA because there's still some stories, a trade deadline oh, yeah, has, yeah, has yeah. come and passed. And um, I'm trying to book a flight to Miami. I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm not happy at all. And here's yep. the thing. I was talking to a co-worker. It seems like Miami maybe in the mindset, well, we could turn it on with playoff come. No, no, you can't do that. One time you go no. to turn that switch on, it's not going to come on. The light bulb is out. But anyway, yep. We'll get your comments on that. In closing, uh, Coach Federway, uh, about today's show. Well, I, I really like it. I'm, I man, I I am so impressed with Coach Graves, and and I just think the Jaguar Nation need to get behind this guy. Uh, I think he's a good fit. I, I like the way he handles his players, and uh, I'm looking just forward. To, I'm looking forward to the season. Yes, sir. I saw somebody in the comments saying it's February, and I'm fired up. Uh, yeah. want to thank uh, Melody, our, our producer. She was back with us this week. We appreciate her so much. Behind the scenes, you just don't know some yeah. of the things that go on and then trying to keep me in check. That's a tough job. But So we appreciate you, uh, Melody. Roy, all of our colleagues at the Black College Sports Network, all the shows, like, subscribe, hit that notice button. Um, we appreciate that. Keep the conversation going on in the chat room. We appreciate you all as well. To all of our guests, for Coach Petaway, Charles Edmond, A.D. Willa Brown, we appreciate you. Make sure you tune in next Saturday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time for another edition of the Carlos Brown Show right here on the Black College Sports Network. Coach Petaway, we don't have to see that chant from Charles Edmonds this week. 
So, but look, we'll, I do it for Charles. I do oh, it for Charles. No. He's at work. He's at work, man. <laughs> Peace and God bless. Oh, no. All right. <laughs>